Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast hosted by me, Michaela J. Get ready to dive into an action-packed, bougie-based, and spiritually guided experience on all things manifesting your next level lux life. Let's go. Hey boo, welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast with your girl. It is I, the Michaela J, here to teach you how to manifest your next level lux life. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're really going to be diving into the idea of how do we stop other people's energy from fucking up our manifestations, okay? I'm going to tell you guys about a breathwork experience I had and how one of my goals is to become unfuckwithable, which is something I have identified with in the past and that I am really channeling the energy to bring into the rest of the year. Because when you have that energy, you are really certain and really confident around your manifestations. And that's where we want to be, right? You don't want other people's energy other people's weird vibes, weird reactions, messing with how we feel about ourselves and our manifestations. So this is going to be a good little ranty episode. But before we dive in, I have really exciting news, okay? The doors are open for my next round of the MMM Method program. If you don't know what MMM Method is, you've probably been living under a rock. It's the Minds of Magic and Manifestation Method program, my signature manifestation academy. This has every single ritual, journal prop, mindset shift, manifestation, action step, et cetera, et cetera, that I use to literally change my entire life. This is everything that I used when I was studying manifestation super intensely for nine months when I had the this mirror moment. I literally looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, holy shit, I am a completely different person. I have to teach these these tools. I have to teach everything that I have learned. And I knew just one podcast episode, one blog post wasn't going to do that. So I have it in this amazing program. It's literally what I use to go from broke, boring, dull skin, depressed to traveling the world, literally business class, being married to my soulmate, which is the best thing ever, owning my dream cars, being obsessed with what I do for work, having the freedom of being a business owner. I wake up every day fulfilled. I wake up every day feeling like I'm in constant pursuit of the best version of myself and I feel good, you know? I, growing up, never thought I would live a life where I actually felt good to be completely honest. Like I never thought it would get to that point. And so once I did, I knew I had to sell this program. This is my 16 week program. So it's four months that we will work together to transform your mindset, your life, and literally your vision board, because you're going to be manifesting things like hotcakes. Like we're going to have to make a couple vision boards, babe. <laughs> you get a Facebook group community to ask questions, get coaching. We do live Q and A's and you get to meet your other spiritual BFFs in there in a place where nobody makes you feel crazy. You can declare your big goals. You can have your mental breakdowns and we will support you through everything. So the doors are open, spots are limited because I can only have so many people on the coaching lives. So if this is something you know you need, you know you need a plan for manifestation, you want to know how to break through these limiting beliefs, you want to shatter the glass ceiling you feel like you're under, whether that's from self-sabotage, old habits, bad ways of thinking, 
this is going to be the program for you. Okay. So the link is going to be in the show notes. If you have questions, if you want to know your, if you're a good fit for the program, definitely miss message me over on Instagram. I'm at the Michaela J, but I can't wait to welcome you in. You get to start as soon as you sign up and the transformation begins right away. Okay. So hop your cute little booty and Emma method, but without further ado, let's get into the episode about being unbothered and unfuckwithable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So today's episode is actually inspired by a breathwork experience that I had recently. As you guys know, I've been all up in my class pass era and I have been going to breathwork classes at this yoga studio here called Lizard Yoga. If you live in Austin, you absolutely have to go. They do yoga, which I haven't been to. They have float tanks, massages, but what I love there are their breathwork classes. So, so good. And I went to breathwork before heading to Bali And I had this experience that taught me a lot about being unbothered and that we need to remind ourselves to stop taking things so personally. We are the center of our own universes. And so every single day, the things that we think about, the things we do, the people we encounter, the experiences we have, we think it all surrounds us. Like it all is, we are the center of our own universe, right? But there's a lot of things that we end up interacting with that have absolutely nothing to do with us, but we make it about ourselves. And then that ends up screwing us over, whether it's in terms of limiting beliefs or dimming your light or getting your feelings hurt, you know, whatever it might be. And so I'm going to backtrack. I went to this breathwork class with my best friend, Caleb, and we always set an intention before we go into a breathwork session. So we were driving there and I asked him like, what's your intention? He asked what my intention was. And I started to talk about how I wanted to normalize this new energy of all of these things coming into my life because I had been doing batshit crazy things for over a month at that point. I had been handling a lot of things between TV and the podcast and multiple programs running and having a lot of clients and my big trip and the retreat. And I have so many events coming up this year, right? So I'm just being pulled in a lot of directions that I'm choosing to be pulled in. But as I was telling Caleb in the car, I'm like, I really want to normalize handling this level of things. And he kind of looked at me and was like, I think you've already normalized it. He's like, you're handling all of it really well. And he reminded me as like, it might feel like a lot, but it's already normalized. Like you're already scheduling everything. You already know when you need to go to dance, when you need to take a breathwork class, like when you need to take a break, when you need to go on a walk. He's like, it's already normalized. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're so right. So what did I actually want? 
and I was digging deeper and I was like, okay, I think I want more confidence around the fact that I'm just like elevating to this new level, but that still didn't feel right. And so I dug, 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 dug deep. And I thought about when I, this is so corny, but I thought about when I was back in my prime or what I would say is my prime. Like we all have certain timelines in our lives where we look back and we're like, yeah, that was like a prime time version of me. You know, I'm like, that was like activated MJ. Or I just think about times in my life when I was having a lot of fun or doing a lot of travel or just like when I felt really in flow or really inspired. So when I think back to my quote unquote prime, uh, the one that I felt like I was the most myself, I was having the most fun, right? I had this energy of being unfuckwithable, okay? And I really wanted to put that as the topic, but when I cuss in the titles of my episodes, Spotify likes to hide it from you. So uh, here we are, <laughs> because it really is also being unbothered. Nothing bothered me. Nothing would fuck with my energy. And anything that would mess with me, I could figure it out or I could just not take it personally. People would say things to me and I would just kind of brush it off and send them love. Like if it was a hate comment or if my like ex-boyfriend said something I didn't like, or if I felt like my friends weren't really talking to me as much, you know, I would just kind of brush it off and send them love. I had a lot of hard conversations that I held with a lot of grace, with a lot of personal power. That was the time in my life where my Wednesdays were super busy. I've definitely talked about this before. I used to have this really strong boundary of like, Wednesdays are my busy days. If you text me on a Wednesday, if you call me on a Wednesday, if you email me on a Wednesday, I'm probably not responding because those are my busiest work days. Now that's changed a little bit now, but I would just handle that with a lot of grace and a lot of love, you know? And even when I was having hard conversations, whether that was like in a relationship or with my family, I just felt like I handled them with a lot of power rather than defense. And that's part of the whole vibe of being unfuckwithable is when you can handle things from a graceful energy and not get defensive. And so when I think about myself then, I I had this unfuckwithable energy, like nothing could penetrate that strong feeling I had of self and that sure feeling I had of myself. And that all, I asked myself like, when did that kind of slip away or when did I feel that kind of weaken, for lack of a better word. And after that time, my like peak, I had this time period where there was a lot of really hard things happening. I talked about a lot on the podcast, like I went through a really hard move. I also distanced myself from three really close people in my life because those were the ones saying things I would have to brush off. Those were the ones I was constantly having hard conversations with. They weren't respecting my boundaries. They weren't making an effort to be a part of my life. And, you know, creating distance between the people you love and the people you think are some of the closest in your life is really hard. And all of these hard things started to happen and it started to like wear on me, you know? And so I was reflecting on all of that. And I wanted to get back to that unfuck withable energy because also like, I'm a normal human too. You know, it's like, we'll have phases where we're super, super confident. And then sometimes shit just happens. But when that shit happens and you feel like your confidence dwindles a bit, when your certainty dwindles, when you're not in that unfuckwithable energy, you can always get back to that. And I don't want you to be afraid to admit that too, you know, which is why I'm telling you this story of like, I was in that prime and then things went kind of downhill. And 
These are the realizations I had recently in breath work that are reminding me about how I want to get back to that and how I can. Because you're going to go through phases like this. It just happens. And you have created that and those energies before where you felt like everything was figure outable. Everything was working out in your favor. You were so unbothered. You were so unfazed. You were so unfuckwithable. You were so confident and radiant and sure of yourself. You were there once so you can get back a thousand percent. Okay. And so anyways, as I'm managing, fast forward back to the car conversation on the way to breath work, as I was kind of going through like, what is this intention I want to have that has to do with confidence and normalizing this new energy and these new energy levels? It's like, I wanted to get back to that unfuckwithable energy because at that time I was holding so much. I was managing a lot of clients, a lot of different projects. I was teaching a lot of my courses live at the time. I had like two people living with me. I had nine dogs. Like there was a lot going on and I held so much of it because I didn't have that leaky faucet. And by leaky faucet, I mean that ability for somebody to pull you out of your power. At the time, nothing bothered me. I didn't take anything personally. There's nothing somebody could say or do that would change the way I felt about myself. And there were things that definitely went wrong at the time and I would just figure it out. I wasn't sweating it, you know, and I want to get back to that, especially as like this year, I'm doing something bad shit crazy every single day. There's a lot of up levels. You guys know every single thing on my vision board. Like there is, there is a lot happening and there are going to be things that go wrong. There's going to be problems I'm going to have to solve. There's going to be up level pains I'm going to have to move through. And I want to be in that energy of be of being unfuckwithable. So there isn't a leaky faucet. So there's a, an off faucet and I can do this. Okay. Thinking through all of this, I really realized, yeah, that unfuckwithable, unfuck unbothered energy, it started to slip away when like really hard things were like pounding me left and right. But really it started to slip away because I started taking those things very personal. I started looking at like these people I had to cut off. Like, why wouldn't you make the effort? Like, why am I not good enough? Why am I not important enough for the times that I would have to like demonstrate these boundaries or set the boundaries over and over again? It's like, why won't they just respect me? And so again, I was taking everything really personal and that takes you out of your power because now you're letting people and external circumstances dictate how you feel about yourself. And that just shouldn't be the truth. Okay. So anyways, we went to this breathwork session. That was my intention and why, and why I wanted to bring that back into my life now. And I ended up going on this beautiful breathwork journey. It was so powerful. I cried. I felt like I had a weird mini seizure. I was not in my body. Like it was crazy. You guys, if you have never done holotropic breath work, you need to find a place to do it in your city. Like it is so life-changing. Okay. And I had a couple of realizations that I want to share with you. So one, people who are uncomfortable with themselves can only hold so much of your shine. And I'm going to talk about people like in general, a lot with these realizations, because that's what I started to take really personally is what other people were doing and saying to me. And so these are the things that took me out of that power, you know, whatever. Okay. So like I said, people who are uncomfortable with themselves, they can only hold so much of your shine. When you are being the fullest expression of you, you're being magnetic, you're lit up, you're excited, you're on purpose, you are in alignment with your life, 
When somebody doesn't feel that way, it's really hard for them to one, understand how you can feel that way. And two, it's really difficult for them to, to know how to interact with you because they're not, they're literally two different frequencies, right? They're on a different level right now and not levels like you're a level above them, but just a different energy. And so at this, at the time when all these, when I started taking things personally, it's because they were, these were people that were uncomfortable with themselves. And here I was shining so bright. Nothing was bothering me. I was handling everything so gracefully. I was handling everything really maturely with a lot of love. I was having a lot of success. I was doing all of these amazing things. And then I'm around people who are uncomfortable with themselves. They, they don't share that shine. And so they don't know what to do with yours because your light is so bright. It puts a spotlight on them and people don't know what to do with that. I also realized people who feel like they are failing can only celebrate your success so much. Because again, same thing. They can't relate right now. So they don't understand. It's like when I was having my spiritual awakening and I was so positive all the time around my friends and they were like, Michaela, you're being literally so annoying. It's like they couldn't celebrate my happiness and my success and my shine because they were so miserable and like they felt like everything was so stressful. They were uncomfortable being themselves. They were just like always had something to complain about. They didn't know what to do with my success and my shine. And the third thing I realized is that people can only love you as deeply as they love themselves. If they aren't putting in the effort on themselves, what makes you think they're going to consciously put in effort in you? Perfect example of this is when somebody feels insecure, they don't like their body, they don't like how they look, they just, they don't love themselves. They're not going to put themselves out there. They're not going to say yes to dates. They're not going to go approach a guy that they see in the bookstore that they like. They're not going to hit on their favorite barista. You know, they're not going to put themselves out there because they don't love themselves. So how can they love on somebody else when they're already feeling so kept away, so in their own cave, basically, in their mind? So people can only give you that love as deeply as they are loving themselves. And these three things, the holding your shine, celebrating your success, loving you, that can make us take things really personally, right? Because some of the people in my life I'm celebrating my success with and I feel like, man, they're just, they just don't even seem happy for me. Like that was a really subpar response or why don't they want to celebrate with me? Or you're having a lot of fun. You're being happy. You're shining your light. You're being bubbly, you energetic, and they're just not matching your energy. And it's, then it gets uncomfortable because they're uncomfortable with themselves. Now you're uncomfortable being yourself because they're not matching the energy. Right. And so it's like, that's when we start to think like, Oh my God, am I being too much? Am I being too loud? Like what's going on? And then same thing of like, especially if you're in a relationship, if you're like, oh my gosh, I just I love this person so much. Like, why aren't they showing up for me? Why aren't they putting in that effort? So it's so easy to take these, these elements very personally. And when we start to take it personally and we start to create those meanings, that's what makes you feel bothered. That's what makes you feel more insecure. And I went through all these experiences. It made me dim my light because now I felt uncomfortable shining my light because I thought, oh, well, I guess I'm just being like too much for them. It made me feel super self-conscious and that like, oh, I, I shouldn't celebrate my success. I shouldn't highlight myself as much, you know? And it just let me, 
it made me feel really let down. When in reality, all of those things had literally nothing to do with me. And that's a hard realization to have because we are the center of our own universes, right? The world revolves around us, you know? (laughs) And so when these things are happening, we think they have to correlate to us. And they don't. They don't. Those people are uncomfortable with themselves. They don't feel good about themselves. They don't feel like they're achieving things. They don't love themselves. They don't know how to show up for themselves. So how are they supposed to show up for you? And so we really have to take a step back and look at things from a further perspective. And it's like, for example, like let's say you share a win with somebody and they give you a really like lackluster response, you know, and you think like, man, I'm so bummed at that response or that lack thereof. And you have to look at it from a further perspective and think, but that's on them for how much they can show up for me. Because you know when you fully show up for the people in your life, you feel amazing. And when you half-ass show up for the people in your life, you don't feel good, right? And that has nothing to do with them. That has everything to do with you. That's on them for how much they can show up for me. And that doesn't mean it's not disappointing. It is, but you can't take it personally and make it mean something about you. And something I find myself constantly reminding myself of is especially if you're the type of person where you've been let down a lot in life and you've had really hard upbringings and so you don't trust people and you don't trust things. Something I have to remind myself is that people are not as spiteful as we think they are. They are not attacking us, you know? We don't need to be on the defense all of the time and immediately jump to these conclusions. And I know for me in my brain, I... I love conclusions. The brain, it loves stories. And so it wants an ending. It craves that closure. And if you grew up like I did, and there are a lot of things that happened that didn't make sense, that your parents weren't communicating, things were happening, things are constantly changing, and they were unsafe, they were uncertain, it was unstable, and you got no answers, your brain gets into the pattern of creating those answers. And that's something I still deal with and still reprogram. Like I will see something and I will create my own answer. And I'm like, whoa, that's not even true. Like, let me ask first. So like, let me find out before I just assume something. We, we aren't being attacked. We don't have to be defensive. People, again, people are not as spiteful as we think they are. And when you've been burned by a lot of people, it's hard to not think that. But when we think people are spiteful, and we take everything so personally, that doesn't get us to where we want to go. So overall, I know I'm kind of just like ranting in this episode, but I wanted to tell you guys about this breathwork experience because it just like reminded me of of the energy of being unbothered and what it actually looks like and what the thought process is behind being unfuckwithable, what it takes to get there. We always want to know like, how do people become millionaires? How do people become CEOs? How do people become this? And insert success you know, example that you want, right? This is, this is what it takes because when you are unfuckwithable, you will figure everything out. Nothing will bother you. You're not going to make these decisions from a super emotional place 
where you're making decisions out of scarcity, out of fear, out of doubt. Like, no, you're still sure of yourself at the end of the day. And going through the breathwork session, it brought up, without just being my intention, it brought up a lot of the experiences that I had gone through where I was giving away my power to those other people. And I was thinking about, like, I was seeing and clearing, like, horrible situations with my shitty ex, like, horrible situations with the people that I cut off, you know, things in my family that just made me feel less of myself. And there's no reason for you to make you less you for somebody else. The right people will always match your energy. The right people will always celebrate your success. The right people will always show up for you. And there might be seasons when they're not in their prime. There might be seasons when they aren't loving you and showing up for you as much because they're going through something. But that doesn't mean you need to make it about you. Sometimes the best things that we can do in that situation is ask them what support they need. Because instead of being like, hey, did you mean to not be happy for me? You know, like that almost comes off attacking. It's also like very assumptuous. Instead of asking them like that, ask them like, hey, how can I support you? Like, how have you been doing? How can I support you right now? Is there anything that you're going through or working on that like that I can hold with you, that I can help you with? I can just hear you. I can just see you. And just be there for them. Because sometimes people need that holding and not the assumptions and not the defense. And they don't need you to dim your light. That will make them feel even worse sometimes because now they're going to be like, oh my God, they're not being their bubbly self around me. Like my energy must be so bad. I'm just bringing them down, right? It's this huge balance of energies. And so if you are focusing this year on really up-leveling a lot of areas of your life, you have a lot of manifestations you're embodying and calling in, you have a lot of action steps you're taking, I want you to be in that mindset of everything's figureoutable and you will automatically be in that headspace if you are unbothered. If you are like, I am unfuckwithable, I am not taking this personally, I'm putting my nose down and I'm getting to work. If you're going to do that, it really takes not taking things personally, not letting other people's reactions, behaviors, attitudes decide how we feel about ourselves, which is always easier said than done, right? Because like nothing is more awkward than being super happy and you're with somebody who's like having a really bad day. <laughs> like and you're like, okay, I feel a little insensitive. Like this is awkward, right? So again, easier said than done, but you can read the room. You can understand how to change your energy, to be empathetic and be sympathetic without it meaning you need to overall dim your light. And that's the lesson that came through for me in breathwork of like, okay, as I'm becoming this version of me again, I need to stop creating those meanings. I need to stop creating the closure that's not even the real closure. Because when our brain makes up the ending of the story, it's typically not the supportive ones. Typically the defense mode, the I don't want them to catch me off guard, so I'm already going to assume what they're thinking. Survival mode, okay? And that that's not the vibration of success. That's not the vibration of your up levels. It's not the vibration of being unbothered and being fully you. Because really also what this is, is getting super comfortable being all of you, regardless of the circumstances. It's easy for us to be confident somewhere that is familiar, where it has the right energy with the right people. Like, it's like going to your favorite restaurant. 
you know the ambiance, you know you look good in your outfit, you might be with your best friend, you might be with your partner, you know you're going to have a good time, so you're feeling confident, you're like having the best time ever. It's your birthday, you know you're going to get a free dessert, right? It's easy to be confident and shine your light then. But what's the real power is being able to shine your light when you're in sweats with your best friend who's going through a rough time or when you're disappointed at somebody, but you choose to be excited for yourself anyways. I hope that makes sense. It just clicked a lot of things in my mind and brought a lot of peace around certain situations, you know, because when we're hurt or we're burned by people, we go through hard times, it can be really difficult to remove that mindset from ourselves because it's like your brain doesn't want to be caught off guard. So it's going to keep reminding you of things. And so it's really hard to remove yourself from that. But it made me look back at those things and dissociate from them or maybe detach from my own association rather than dissociate. I guess same thing, whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it made me look back and be like, that actually wasn't about me. You know, I wasn't doing anything wrong. They just didn't love themselves. They weren't putting in effort on themselves. They didn't even think about putting effort in on me. They didn't know how to celebrate me. They were so in their own head about how unhappy they were, about how things weren't working out about them. That doesn't have anything to do with me. And a lot of times, especially when people are going through stuff like that, they don't want to talk about it. And so, and then it's like, it compounds this like weird energy. So I hope out of my rant, you got some sort of value of the energy of being unfuckwithable, the energy of becoming unbothered, and really the importance of stop taking things personally. And how we actually do this is, again, we need to observe things from a further perspective. When we are bummed, when we're disappointed, when we feel let down, we feel uncomfortable because we're shining our light and somebody's not matching our energy, we need to take a step back and, and remove ourselves from that situation. And be like, they would probably still be acting like this if they were alone right now. It's not because of you. It's because of how they are feeling and taking care of themselves that is creating this reaction. And we can see that in ourselves. The times that we are flourishing, that we're thriving, we're crushing our goals, we're taking action, we feel good about ourselves. It's so easy to show up for those around you because you feel so good. But the times you're feeling a little bit down, maybe a little depressed, or you just don't feel your most confident, it's it's harder to show up for people because you want to lay in bed in your sweatpants and you want to hide from the world, you know? So we need to be more empathetic to other people. And sometimes these are situations where it doesn't require empathy. It requires you moving your, removing yourself. Like I said, I cut off three people that were super close to me because it got to the point where it's like, I don't like I'm being empathetic. I'm being sympathetic. I'm asking how I can support these people. They're still overstepping my boundaries. They're still making me feel small. You know, there's a certain point where there is a cutoff and it's no longer serving you to be in that environment. But When it's not that, it's like, okay, we can just take a step back, sympathize with what they're going through, and know that you're still a fucking rock star, okay? So I guess I hope you got something out of this rant. I really wanted to tell you about that breathwork session because it was so powerful. And, you know, just cheers to us becoming unfuckwithable this year. That's how we're going to hold all of our manifestations. That is how we are going to replace every photo on our vision board with our own personal photos from the things that we manifested. And it's going to be so, so magical. All right. If you guys love this episode, if you got value from this, please take a screenshot, post it over on Instagram stories and give me a little tag. I'm at the Michaela J. I love to see who is tuning in every week. I love to repost you guys. And it really means a lot to me when you share, but I'm going to send you off in the week. Don't take things personal this weekend. And I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. 
Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to leave a five-star rate and review. I love hearing your takeaways and wins from the podcast in the review section. So don't forget. Love you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye.